Hello there. Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of uh, four books, host of two PBS specials. Here today to give you another tip on how to help you create the life you want, bring more clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do. Today I want to talk about the subject of sleep. I've decided to do this video because every time I do a seminar and I tell people, oh by the way, I do have a model that's going to show you how to go back to sleep when you wake up in the middle of the night, people go, oh my goodness, yeah, how do I do that? How do I? And that seems to be a really big deal. So I thought I'd create this video for you, give you everything I know about sleep. The first thing we need to understand about sleep is it's not somewhere we go, it's something we fall into. The idea is to fall asleep. You go to the store, you can even go to bed, but you can't really go to sleep. It's not a place you go. So you want to get that idea of, I'm trying to go to sleep, out of your mind, and think about the concept of falling asleep. Another thing we need to understand is that sleep is just a chemical change in our body. Melatonin is mostly the chemical. And that's a big deal because one of the things that I teach as I go around talking about how to be more productive, more happy, uh, deal with situations, is that our emotions are really chemical changes in our body. The stress, the frustration, the anxiety, the resentment, the anger, that's all about adrenaline, noradrenaline, and cortisol. Interestingly enough, those are also the chemicals that wake us up in the morning. So one of the things I talk about when I'm dealing with stress is that stress isn't a problem. It's a chemical change in our body that does a wonderful job of waking us up in the morning. It just can produce uh, thoughts and feelings and states of being that don't serve us for the rest of the day. So what we want to do is say, okay, what's going on? Am I producing the wake-up chemicals when I really want to produce the sleep chemicals? So let's assume we go to sleep, we fall asleep, and we wake up. And generally when we wake up, we're worried about something. Either something we didn't do the day before, something we've got to do the next day. We're worried about something. And worry produces adrenaline, noradrenaline, and cortisol, the wake-up chemicals. So we're laying there trying to go to sleep by producing chemicals that are designed to wake us up. That's why that doesn't work. And we'll do that for a while, and pretty soon it'll be an hour or two hours, and then we'll go, oh my God, i got to get up in two or three hours. Now we start to worry about the fact that we haven't gone to sleep. Worry will always produce adrenaline, noradrenaline, and cortisol. So what we want to do is trigger the production of melatonin. And that trigger is a really important component. I don't know if you remember the story of Pavlov's dogs. You know, they rang a bell, they fed them. They rang the bell, they fed the dogs. They rang the bell, the dog started to salivate because the bell had become a trigger. Now, salivation is a chemical change in uh, their body as well. So what we want to do is start to trigger the production of melatonin, A, before we fall asleep, and B, in order to fall back asleep. So one of the things I always encourage people to do, you've heard this before, but it's really important, is to go to sleep about the same time every night. And see, what we, a problem we have with that is very few people say, okay, I'm really looking forward to getting a certain amount of sleep tonight. We talk about having to go to sleep and having to wake up, implying that we really don't want to go to sleep and we really don't want to wake up. So that automatically puts us in a struggle. We have to do it. I don't really want to do it. I feel resentful about doing it. Adrenaline, noradrenaline, and cortisol. So here's what I suggest you do. Decide how many hours of sleep you want. How many hours of sleep would you recommend to someone you love? Then look at what time you want to get up in the morning in order to have an unhurried morning experience. Count back the number of hours you want to sleep, and that's the time you want to go to sleep. 
Now this is changing a lot of patterns, but patterns are huge in this concept of uh, falling asleep and even falling back to sleep. Also, one of the things I encourage you to do is to, and you heard this before too, stop looking at your phone or your computer or watching TV about 20 to 30 minutes before you go to sleep. Because if you're looking at your computer, it produces kind of a white light that mimics daylight that produces adrenaline, noradrenaline, and cortisol, the wake-up chemicals. If you're watching TV and it's cutting between one scene and another really quickly, like TV has a tendency to do these days, your brain is having to keep up with that. Plus, if you're watching some sort of uh, very intense thing on TV, you're likely to dream about that, and you may not want, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> all of those things, uh, the, the problematic shows that you watch or the intense shows that you watch becoming part of your dreams. So what I encourage you to do is about 20 to 30 minutes before you go to sleep, you want to start a routine that is designed to tell your body, start to trigger the production of melatonin. For me, it's a hot bath or a hot shower. I love that because it relaxes every muscle in my body. Heat is wonderful in that way. Um, when I travel, I always do that. Hot bath is my preferable thing. I only stayed in about three to four or five minutes, just enough to get totally relaxed. Hot shower is fine if I can't take a bath, but the idea is to be totally relaxed as much as possible. Then I go to bed and I read, go to bed, and I read a book. Now, this book can't be Stephen King <laughs> or even something that's truly compelling. You want something that's interesting enough to kind of read, but something that really is going to allow you to fall asleep. Not so much that it's boring because you wouldn't want to read that, but something interesting but not compelling. Not a novel, some nonfiction book is kind of maybe how to fall asleep. Or there's a book called Life from the Top of the Mind from this psychologist guy. That might be a good thing to read. So you want to read that book, and what's going to happen is now that you've kind of taken that hot bath or hot shower, you're laying in bed, you're reading this book, you're going to start to feel sleepy. When you do, you reach up, you turn off the light, and you allow yourself to fall asleep. You put yourself right on the edge of sleep, and then allow yourself to fall asleep. Now, if you wake up in the middle of the night, here's what you want to do. You want to produce melatonin, not, uh, not, endorphin, I mean, not uh, adrenaline, noradrenaline, and cortisol. So what you want to do is breathe. Say so the word relax on the exhale. What that does is give your mind and your body something to do while it's preparing to fall back asleep. You do that until you feel in control. In other words, rather than worrying or thinking about something, you don't just stop thinking about it. I've got to stop worrying. I've got to stop thinking about this. That has you thinking and worrying about the things you want to stop thinking and worrying about. doesn't work. Breathing and focusing on your breathing until you feel in control. And then because any image we hold in our mind produces a chemical change in our body, you want to imagine a time in your past when you were feeling how you want to feel now. Really sleepy, really drowsy. Maybe you were really tired. Maybe you were about to take a nap. Maybe it was the end of the day, but boy, the bed felt really good. Or you laid down, and it just felt so good. You just found yourself falling asleep. So you put yourself right on the edge of sleep, and then you allow yourself to fall asleep. You can actually do this with using the brain model. Breathe, relax, ask how I'd rather be feeling, imagine feeling that way, notice the change, B-R-A-I-N. Because the goal here is to have your brain trigger the kind of chemicals you want at that time in your life, which is melatonin, and that helps you fall back asleep. Now, you want to give yourself about a month to get used to this. This is a, this is a new skill, a new habit, especially the whole sleep cycle. 
I know some of us really like to sleep in on the weekends. Understandable, but that's kind of confusing your body. You basically train your body to wake up at a certain time and then you switch it around. And your body goes, oh, okay. So it starts to retrain itself to sleep in and then Monday comes along and we switch it around. <laughs> that can be really confusing. You want your natural biorhythms bio to work with you. So I'm going to encourage you, if sleep is really important to you, to begin to go to sleep about the same time and wake up about the same time every day, regardless of the day. That gives you a lot of productive time in the morning on the weekend to get things done if you want, but it also allows your body to begin to create a certain biorhythm, a certain natural way of thinking about the time of day and triggering you going to sleep, you falling to sleep. I hope this has been valuable. A lot of people tell me this really, really helps. So give it a shot. Give yourself about a month to practice it. If you have questions about this, um, you can email me. You can go to my website, hit the contact button, email me. I'd be happy to give you my thoughts about this. The website is uh, BillCrawfordPhD.com, or you can just Google Bill Crawford PhD, and I'll come up on the first page. If you want me to come do a presentation on how to help you change the chemical makeup of your body, how to access your best, your clarity, your confidence, your creativity, regardless of the situation or those within your organization, let me know. Go to the website, hit the contact button, let me know what you're interested in, and I would love to help you. In the meantime, here's to you bringing more clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do, and I look forward to seeing you in the next video.